Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here for Classic Love Wine, episode 564, for November 26th, 1997, a Wednesday night show, Dr. Bruce filling in for Dr. Drew, and guest Joey Lawrence, finally. Dr. Drew is in Hawaii, Dr. Bruce is filling in for free and commuting over five hours to do it, wow, and Joey seems to be making his Classic Love Wine debut, at least of the Adam era. Dr. Drew is on his infamous Hawaii trip, where he first met the band Rhino Kylie on their own ill-fated first tour of the islands. And included at the end of this episode is a bonus segment from Adam's first couple weeks at Loveline in 1995, probably from the first 15, 20 episodes or so. The body of the show is a lost Kevin tape, and the extra segment is thanks to the Space Boy collection, which you'll be hearing more of after we finish 97 and throw in some more lost clips before moving on to 98. After canceling two or three times, Joey finally makes it to the studio, and it's a really fun episode. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <laughs> Two. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, it is, except for Dr. Drew is in Hawaii right now. Dr. Bruce is figuring out his headphones, and then he'll be filling in for Dr. Drew tonight for no pay and a five-hour drive from Redlands. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LVE-191, fax number 310-854. I keep blowing bubbles out of my mouth. I don't know what the hell I ate. Uh, 310-854. You ate at one of those... Restaurants have been on the news lately. Now, you know what I did eat uh, tonight? Joey Lawrence is here, by the way. He is our guest. Um, I, uh, I have a garden, Joey. You have a garden, okay. And uh, I made myself some stir-fry broccoli cool. out of the garden today. And uh, as I've stir-frying the chicken in with the broccoli and a few other vegetables, uh, I noticed what looked uh, to be like uh, small caterpillars mm. uh, in the wok. Oh, that's good. I picked them out, and I still ate the stir-fry. Wow. Because that's how I am. That's, that's awesome. Because each time I think about that, I think, you know what? You've probably ingested tons and metric tons of, of you know, Weird rat feces and maggots and, and other things like that. Yeah. It goes right through you. Uh, yeah, oh, sure. You know, yeah, what the hell? It's protein. Yeah, I'm fine. Forget it. All right. So, um, I, and to the best of my knowledge, I didn't ingest any of these caterpillars, but <laughs> it's more of a psychological thing. Cool, man. So Joey Lawrence is here. Joey, uh, of course, you know from uh, Blossom all those years and then Brotherly Love with uh, all the brothers. Uh, Dr. Drew and myself, when we did the Terry Bradshaw home team show. Yeah, met, I did that. Yeah, I think we... Oh, yeah, you you did it before we did it because we're on with your brother, uh, oh, you with Lucius. Oh, Matt, right. Hey, Lucius. Uh, Cassius, Lucius, I think yeah, his name was. Cassius, yeah. That's the other. One of you needs to get a uh, Muslim name and freak <laughs> out everybody. <laughs> we're thinking about it, man. The whole family's thinking about converting. But uh, he was a real nice guy, and and uh, we yeah, did it. Cool. And I think they showed a clip of you doing the show yeah. before, or something like that. Was that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was something that was you know cool. I always wanted to work with my family, and uh, after 
Blossom went down. You know, I, I didn't really want to do TV anymore because I've been doing it for so many years. And uh, how old were you when you started Blossom? I was, I was, uh, I just turned thir- thirteen, so I did that for six years, thirteen uh, through nineteen. Let's see, and I got a TV show on cable twenty years later. Okay, <laughs> doing the math there, just trying to think about how, how horrible my career's gone. <laughs> Joey making more money than, as a thirteen-year-old. And did um, so you did that for five years? You did uh, give me a break first, for right? Six, yeah. That was six seasons. Six seasons on that, and like five and a half on Blossom because we because we came on as a mid season the first year, and uh, then we did five full seasons. So did you go right off of a, Give Me a Break? Was that show where Nell Carter right um, had to watch like fifteen white kids and um, <laughs> and like sing into a vacuum cleaner attachment? Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that was it. No. And Joey was a really good looking kid. Right. <laughs> as opposed to the to the troll uh, that he plays now. That's it. That's but it, yeah. so you started that when you're like uh, uh, I was six. seven. Oh, six. six. Yeah. Then did you that, took did that till I was eleven, and then uh, took um, like two and a half years off and went back. And I I was always enrolled in my real um, school because you know education was always really important. Oh really? I was growing up. Yep. So oh. I went so went back there and got in there for sixth and seventh grade, which is important because that's when you develop you know a lot of your friendships and stuff, learn how to deal with other kids and stuff, and. Uh, Mom had a baby. My mom had an Andrew. My mom had him uh, in. 80. That's your youngest. Yeah, she right. had him in '88, and then, um, and then uh, two years later, got Blossom and did that for five and a half years, and then um, took a year off and did Broadly Love for two years. And you guys, you guys think you could kick the Baldwin's ass? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pay per view right yeah, there. Yeah, a good pay per view. But Baldwin's Lawrence's Lawrence. take on <laughs> Baldwin's uh, yeah. big like cage type match. <laughs> Where you come out with a That's folding right. chair and totally hit the Totally uncensored. Alec. Yeah, we could just yeah use anything. It's like the ultimate fighting. You'd challenge. have to put some meat on the little brother. He's he's scrappy. He's light. He might be able to like uh, poke someone in the eye or kick him in the testicles or something. <laughs> but he's go. not gonna. He'd be our secret weapon. He's man. not gonna take the big Baldwin down. We just keep him on all fours at all times. It'd be great. So you uh, all right? Well, let me let me just uh, do a little um, a little history work. Yep. What city did you? Had you? Are there any other brothers other than the ones that are on TV? No. No. And, and no other sisters? No other sisters. Okay, because no. they would kill themselves. If there was, like, the one brother, like Stu, the one they didn't talk about. <laughs> Is there another brother? No. No. Are you sure you're just not I'm allowed positive. to talk about him because no, he's in I'm some positive. institute somewhere? One of my really close friends, we often joke that he's the fourth Lawrence. So, oh. uh, yeah, we call him Davey. But, uh, <laughs> no, so there's no other Lawrence brothers. No. All three of them, all on TV. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you're born in what city? Philadelphia. And then did the whole um, tribe migrate out to uh, California when you got here? Yeah, we were often, we, we were like very nomadic and we wandered. No, it, we, uh, I kind of started with uh, commercials in New York when I was five. For some God knows, I, I have no idea why, to be honest with you. I, I just Because your to. mom made you. No, no, it oh, wasn't please, that at all. Oh, you didn't nah. know what it was at five. You know please. what, man? I did, as crazy as it sounds. And um, we started doing commercials and stuff. And I don't know, just one thing led to another and I got really lucky and I... Was on the Tonight Show so, and sang and danced on there, and I was five and a half. Really? Yes, I did. Where yeah, is 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 what? <laughs> As you know, what I was on, uh, I had done like I don't know fifty, you know, national commercials oh, like in a year, God. and I was like one of those, you know, the young little new faces on TV, and and Johnny was like that. He'd he'd often you know have like one of those kids on, just like Jay does every once in a while now, and uh, he let me come on. He let me sing two numbers with the with Doc and the band. And uh, wow, what yeah. songs you do? Oh God! Um, Some patriotic. Yeah, no, zippity doo dah, and I give my regards to Broadway, and I tap danced, and it made a real fool out of myself. And um, 
Actually, I mean, it was it was cool. I guess at the time, I don't know. Look back, I can't live it down now because on those best of tapes. So yeah, you got uh, Big Fat Ed McMahon and Dick Clark. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, look yes. at him! He's tap dancing. He's tap dancing. His bicentennial jumpsuit. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, All right. Um, so you went. So, but eventually, the whole Lawrence uh, group moved out uh, to well, California. Yeah. I mean, when I was when I started on Give Me a Break, uh, we were spending a lot of time out here. We didn't sell our house in Pennsylvania up until because my dad's business was back there and everything. So up just up until about a year and a half ago, and then um, and we finally did uh, move everything out here, including my grandparents, and you know it was great. Because beginning you know, family has always been really important um, in and my life. Everyone loves each other. No one's suing anybody. No one's suing anybody, man. I've been blessed with uh, really as as cheesy as it is, one of the best families I've ever known. Yeah, great. Love. Jeez, them. I can't stand those stories. I know you. Yeah, Usually, there's a there. chink in the armor somewhere. There's yeah. somebody hates somebody. Somebody's drinking too much. Right, somebody's right. beating somebody. Right. Somebody got forced into something. Right, right. Yeah, no, not in, uh, hmm. not in, not in my family. So. <laughs> you know, there's no uh, lesbian sister. That you <laughs> no don't lesbian talk sisters, about. man. No, 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 we're not gonna be on Springer anytime soon. Oh. That's so disappointing. Yeah, right. All right, so uh, you got a CD out, the uh, second record. CD. Brand new record, yeah. And uh, we'll probably hear something off that uh, as the night wears on. The first one, I was told, uh, went gold and sold uh, two million. Yeah, we sold about two and two internationally. Million. We sold two and a million, yeah, worldwide, including U.S. sales because it went gold here. So it was, yeah, it was great. I mean, that was that was a lot of fun because coming off the show, I was sixteen. You know, it was um, ninety two. It was just when the all. Alternative music scene was really taken over, and uh, I came out with this kind of hip hop record and stuff. And it, you know, it was real tough because I had a lot of stereotype to break through. People didn't think I took it seriously. I was another, you know, one of these actors trying to become a musician. And uh, right, then when they found out like that, that I wrote it all and stuff, and um, that I actually could sing and stuff like that, um, it started to take off. And so I waited five years and wrote this one. And um, yeah, the second single comes out. Uh, the first single, we, we kind of just released a song to let people know that it was out there, but really the first single um, will be released in three weeks. It's called Never Gonna Change My Mind. And, and, and then will you go out and support this? Oh, go sure. out and play live gigs? Oh, sure. Yeah, I, would let, I mean, um, about a month ago I was in New York and I was on Regis and uh, Kathy Lee and we did all the shows back there and I brought a couple of my acoustic guitars and we just performed with um, that and it was great. Did you play go. an instrument? I play the piano. But, oh, uh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Boy, your folks, really, they really loved you. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Bruce? Yeah. Okay. I'm here. All right, we'll go to the phones, and uh, Joey, just jump in, uh, hang no out, and, uh, and learn to love me, because I uh, hear you're doing the TV show as well. And don't worry, Drew's a lot better than Bruce. He won't be here. Kim. Hi. You're 22. Hi, um, everyone. Um, hi, Joey. How you doing? Hi, pretty good. Um, hi, Adam and Dr. Bruce. Hi. I'm nervous right now. Um, well, I just wanted to say hi, and... um. I've been a long-time fan since, like, give me a break. Oh, nice. Um, let's see. Um, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm nervous now. Are you, why, why are you nervous? <laughs> are you nervous because you're on the radio, or are you nervous because no, you're talking, talking to Joey? No, Joey Lawrence, and I've, like, watched him on TV. Um, I tried to call, like, last week. Right. On Monday night. I bet you're going to be on, but, but you weren't, so I was disappointed. So, <sighs> my I'm heart's being fast. Okay, i got to um, tell you, he looks really good. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know... I want to buy your second CD, by the way. I bought your first one. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. When you were 16. Yep, um, exactly right. And, gosh. Oh, I do want to ask one question. Um, are you down with the thrill? Am I down with what? With the thrill. It means, like, are you down with, like, interracial dating? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the yeah, swirl? I'm black, so. That's the thrill, I think, is what yeah. she said. Oh, the thrill? Is it the thrill or the swirl? I can't talk. The swirl. Yeah. Swirl, you were right. All right, yeah. So it's like when you go to the um Right, it's like the Haagen-Dazs yogurt shop and you, you want chocolate the... and vanilla. Got it, yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, what would Asians be? Like the banana? <laughs> <That's> flavored? 
one? <laughs> banana. I was trying to figure that out. American Indian be the strawberry. Go with the that. Strawberry. Out. There you go. Work oh, this whole. Got to work this out. But oh, yeah. the Spanish be the coffee. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or could uh, that could be the? Um, yeah. uh, I was going to say the mulatto too. Could be. Uh, but yeah, we'll go with that. We're right. going to figure out this right. chart. So we Actually, can I, out yeah. But I have no uh, problem with that at all. Oh, okay. Well, no. That's good to know. Um, yeah. Are you going to have any? Uh, coming like movies or you know what i actually um i i, I pulled out of all of tv for this uh year and, and 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 hopefully for a long time and uh yeah i actually have um i have two two movies they're independent films they're really great set set to go in january and uh the beginning of march of next year and then i actually wrote a m movie um called the uh, loop with a couple of friends of mine and uh I'm going to direct that hopefully at the end of March. So mm -hmm. uh, we're doing the movie thing. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, your age, I pulled out of TV too to pursue carpet cleaning. Cool, man. Uh, more seriously for another I couple understand. of years. Because <laughs> I figured I needed something that paid about seven bucks an hour where there's hey, no insurance or any you know, benefits and you I know. could work with guys from Guadalajara. <laughs> but uh, what's this movie you wrote about? Uh, the movie I wrote is, um, let's see, it's about. Um, it's called The Loop. It's about Hollywood. It's, it has the backdrop of Hollywood, um, but it's really about relationships and about uh, people trying to live a normal life and, and stay ethical and moral in this town that we live in, which is really hard to do because there's a lot of temptations, a lot of you know mm. stuff that's out there that uh, you oh, know that, that is very tempting. Well, ima uh, imagine... Uh, it's cool, though. It's really dialogue-driven, very hip, very sexy. Bruce, and, uh, you, n you never had to deal with this, I'm sure, nor did, nor did I, being 15, 14, 15, 16, and having, you know, screaming hordes of women throwing themselves uh, at you. <laughs> I mean, you. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know what, what the hell would have happened to me. I mean, I don't know how I would have processed that, what I would have made of it. Uh, how things would have been different, thing, man. It really is. I mean, well, was, how'd you deal with all you know that what? stuff? It was it was really an amazing thing. I mean, there yeah, was well. a there was a period there. Yeah, families a, is a number one. But there was, I mean, there was a, a time there. You know, from like the ages of fifteen to eighteen, where I could not go anywhere on you know in this country for sure. And uh, when the record was released, it was huge in England and huge over over a season Southeast Asia and stuff. And there was a time where I had to you know take back entrances in airports and private planes and stuff. It was really amazing. I mean, it was because what happened was that it was. That whole teen idol thing, and I tapped into an audience that was, you know, at 15, 16, your hormones are all out of control, and when you see somebody rather than, you know, 21 or 22 years old, you know what I mean, you tend to, like, scream, and that's what happened, so it was, I mean, it was it was great, I'm not going to complain about it, because so many people say, you know, what's your next step, you're going to be able to break through, that's all baloney, I mean, if if you really are talent, t talented, and you choose the right things, I, you know, I, there, there's not much of a problem there, and you, and you keep your head on straight, that's really the main thing, I mean, you know, you can't let it go to your head, because it's not you, it's what you're doing, you know what I mean? And you're not any better than anybody else, and a lot of people lose sight of that, too. No, they're larger I, than life I think you're better. Problem. I think you're better than a lot of people. <laughs> you know, Look at you know, him. You know what I mean. He's good looking. Nah, but He's you writing know. a movie. He's doing a record. Yeah, you're a little bit better. Hey, That's all right. I just, you know, I just try to work hard, That's so. all. Oh, what an ethic this family uh, has given you. Tiffany. Hey, what's up? You're 18. Yes, I was the one that called in a couple weeks ago about the relationships. Mm. Was I mean to you? No, you were actually really nice. You were the one that said you hope my dad shot himself. I did what? My dad was the one that threatened to shoot me and my mom. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll never guess what happened this weekend. Mm, he mm. shot somebody? Himself. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm I, putting I, together the pieces of the call, and normally this is a, a tragedy, but as I... Is I recall from what she described the first time, it's probably uh, better him than, than you kind of thing, right? Yeah, he wanted me to come to his wedding. He made me feel guilty. Right. And so I went to the wedding, and it was the night after the wedding. 
he ended up shooting. He shot himself the night after he got married? Yep. Was he under the influence or was he drunk or? I don't know. I don't think Mm. he was drunk. He sure didn't seem like it. Why, uh. So that's just uh, an unhappy guy. Huh? Well, it sounds like it's he was abusive to begin with, and it sounds yeah, like he had he, some... Yeah, um, what happened, Joey, is we moved out this uh, summer before last. We haven't been living at home for a couple of years. Right. Who's we? You and your mom? Yeah. Okay. Right. My brother's gone and moved out to the Marines. Okay. Yeah. And, um, no, we went and we lived with a friend for quite a while, and we're finally back in the house, and he left, and it's wow. just, he's been pretty abusive. Well, uh, so how do you feel about him committing suicide? I sorry to say, but I really I wasn't upset about it. Because like almost a relief, right? Because he's he you know he's not going to come after you. Yeah. Yeah, and somebody that unhappy is probably. I mean, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Just like wow. Um. So you went to the wedding. He had the wedding. They made me stand outside. Of the wedding. Yeah. Of the the whole thing. Why? How come? It was like 43 degrees out. Well, how someone come? someone had to park the cars. No. <laughs> how, come, how, come they made, how come they made you do that? I'm a failure and what else? Yeah, but why did they want you at the wedding if they weren't going to let you into the wedding? No, that's exactly what everybody's been telling me. And All right. It's stupid. All right, well, I'm, um, I was about to say I'm glad this one had a happy ending, but it actually did compared to uh, what she was describing a couple of weeks ago with this guy threatening her and her, and her uh, mom. Well, I'm glad you guys are with safe a gun. Yeah. All right, so Tiffany, mm-hmm. uh, here's your goal okay. or your mission. Uh, don't get yourself hooked up with a guy that was like dear old dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's going to cross your mind. I've had too many of those. Oh, you have already? Total? Yeah. Let's see, the last time I got her, I ended up having 250 stitches down the back of my, in my back. From what? From what? A knife. From a uh, boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Whoa. <laughs> That's uh oh my god! Hey, the Patton and Joey, uh, whoa! No, that was a, that was a <laughs> oh, that was more of a groan. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, no, no. I no. was stabbed repeatedly by my boyfriend. Whoa! Uh, yeah, right there Tiffany, you go. In the situation you're in now, who do you have to talk to about all this stuff you've been through? I don't know. I don't really talk to anybody about it. Okay, because you know it's 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 something that happens when, when somebody close to you like this dies. Even though as we're you get the expression here of almost a relief. That somebody that was abusive is dead. It's it's something you're going to relive many of the experiences you went through with him abusively, and also his death because it's still your father that died, mm-hmm. and underneath there's a lot of pain. And it yeah. sounds like you have been in some abusive relationships, so maybe you've already, you know, re- uh, repeated that experience of hooking up with somebody like your dad. But what what we find in terms of after a traumatic experience like this, within a day or two, to talk to a counselor or or a pastor, but Something like this, you really need a professional to start talking to, and this is not something where you need lifelong therapy, but uh, what we call critical incident debriefing or post-traumatic stress mm. disorder, to prevent post-traumatic yeah. stress disorder. But she needs uh, a decent amount of therapy because she was brought up in this uh, environment. Absolutely. But after a traumatic experience like this, even if she wasn't there when the suicide occurred, she really needs to get in like this week right away to talk to, some, talk to someone that's a professional mm-hmm. to debrief. Through, right. from that experience, no. even though she okay. wasn't there. So, Tiffany, that's extremely important that, you know, and some people don't have access to a counselor. I think we should, we have the 800. All right, well, uh, why, you want to talk to her off the air? No, I'll just you know? You want to just talk to her and not use the microphone? No, I want to get to Okay, well, Tiffany, hang, hang out for just about three minutes, and then uh, Dr. Bruce will talk okay. to you. Uh, Renee? 
Yeah. You're 21. Oh, pardon me, you're 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask the doctor um, what would be entailed in having surgery so I could become fully male. Because right now I'm, I'm a hermaphrodite and I'm not quite full. Yeah, there's a there's is there a, there's an expert in the house. We have an expert in the house. Does he does he do that sort of work? I'd like to become more male myself if uh, as long as he's coming in here. Is he is he gonna is he gonna come in here and uh, what? Explain your friend. Uh, uh, well, we actually we have a uh, we have You're a worse than true professor of plastic surgery from a school of medicine. And does and, he deal uh, with this stuff? Yeah, oh, he sure does. Doctor Doctor Doug Hendricks. Hey, Dr. Doug Hendricks is here, everybody. Uh, Dr. Doug, uh, can you work on ambiguous genitalia? Uh, yeah, I, I'd like him to repeat the question again to tell me exactly what the he must become more situation male. is, what, what, your, what the anatomic problem is. Mm. It's got to well, hurt, huh? Well, well what, what it is is right now I have more female genitalia than male. And, and you're 26? Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a doctor about this at all? Oh, yeah. And what kind of physicians have you seen? Well, the only physician that I've really seen is, is a GP, is general practitioner. But um, they, and he's like, he was my doctor from years ago and still is. And he told me that it would entail um, a total reconstruction to make a, a male organ and, and everything, but, and that I wouldn't be able to have kids or anything. But I, I still want to know if it's, if it's a good idea to go ahead and do that. Or Once what. they make the male organ, do they then have to circumcise it, or could they just build it without the foreskin? <laughs> I bet they could just build if, it. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, like an option, like when you buy a car, right. and you don't want something on it, they just come out of the factory that way, instead yeah, of, like, saw can, it off. Can I get that with foreskin, please? <laughs> I have a side, uh, I have it's, side foreskin. It's pretty hard to specify dimensions, but, oh, yeah. but you can build no it to kidding. some degree. The, but uh, don't, don't you think... It doesn't it sound a little suspicious that at age 26 uh, that someone would have intervened at this point if he had uh, both male and female genitalia, that this thing would have been caught at infancy what exactly and taken care of? And what exactly is that? Yeah, yeah. What, what, I mean, were you, were you born a, a man or a woman? I mean, what, what do you lean toward? Well, I, I, lean, I lean towards male because I, I have more male features. My chromosomal pattern is XXY. I have more more male features, but I, I have female genitalia. Uh, so you have breasts and a vagina, right? Well, not not really very big breasts. But oh, okay. We got to hang up on you then. I thought no. Uh, <laughs> you have medium sized breasts. Uh, yeah, but you have some form of breasts, and and uh, but you have no penis. Well, right? It's well, it, no, I don't. But it's 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 uh it's it's kind of like almost form, but it didn't. The the penis. Yeah. All right, but here here's what I'm saying. What does it look like? If 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 you were to um, drop your shorts and we were to take a gander down downstairs there, uh, what what would we be looking at? A, a vagina with um, a enlarged clitoris about an inch long. Mm-hmm. And uh, why not just uh, stick with the female part? Well, I mean, since that's what you sort of seem closest to. Yeah, but. But the um, the fact of the matter is that I've been taking testosterone treatments, and I have a male body looking. My my outward appearance. If you weren't to drive, if I weren't to drive my shorts, you would think I was male. Mm-hmm. The penis is Definitely. very dysfunctional. Oh, oh, Drew, back from Hawaii, by the way. All right. So, what do you think, Doctor? Is this? Uh, 
Well, it, it's a it's really complicated. It depends on uh, what you feel internally, whether you were raised as female. Well, let's or say he's raised as male. I was raised as male. And uh, and do you feel comfortable in that role, or is it? Yes. All right. So you want to go male? Who are you into sexually? Male. Well, you are. Yeah. Well, might as well go female then. You know, because then uh, you can be straight. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, no, well, let's face it, society, you know, uh, yeah, they true. ostracize true. Uh, yeah. gay men. Yeah. And why go through life as a gay man when you can go through life as a, uh, a straight female and still enjoy all no, that no, 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 no. attention? I'm, I, I'm, I'm into women. I thought you meant me personally. Oh, oh, you're into women? Yeah. Okay, then you're going to need a penis eventually. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Okay, so what, what should he do? Actually, at Stanford and several places around the country, they have uh, gender assignment clinics and uh, that's made up of a whole team of social workers, geneticists, psychologists, psychiatrists. And usually the end of the line is the reconstructive surgeon after they sort out all the other issues um, you know, related to, to your gender and, and allow you to feel really comfortable and make sure that uh, oh, I you're, do. I've lived, you're in the I've place where you want to be. Well, it, uh, but again, it's uh, it's re related to hormone treatment. You really have to go through the. I, it's I just have. it's just suspicious that your doctor has never made it. That no one's made a move here, isn't it? Move. Pardon me. What do you mean a move? Well, I mean you're sort of have ambiguous genitalia, and and you weren't born uh, wearing a pair of uh, like overalls or mechanics well, no. jumpsuit or no. something. I mean, people saw things when you're born. Uh, it's they didn't make a move at that point because that's usually when they do it, right? They, I, I assume so. Yeah, but but the thing about it was is that my parents had left it for me to decide. Why now at twenty six? I mean, what what is it this month or this week? No, that's no, it's been all my life. But but why, I, but why twenty six? Why not seventeen? Huh? You couldn't afford the surgery before. Uh uh Insurance will cover that. Well, I I don't have any insurance at all. None. All right. Well, I, it, look, we got to go to break, so we can't sort this whole thing out. It sounds kind of suspicious. I, it sounds to me a little bit. It sounds a little bit to me like this is a woman that wants to become a man, essentially, who's calling herself uh, part man, but it's really sounding like a, a, a woman who just wants to become a man. You know what I'm saying, Renee? Yeah, but it's that's. I mean, that's th is that why your doctors didn't act on it? I no, I think that uh, they didn't act on it because I I can't afford to have it completely done. It, you you have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, but these things get these things get a, a these these bridges are crossed uh, when you're in, in infancy. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. I know that. They're not going to have some kid born with ambiguous genitalia and go, leave it up well, uh, wait till after yeah. his bar mitzvah, we'll take a look at him. I mean, they jump right in and do something about it. They don't They don't uh, wait for you to get a paper route so you can well, pay it off. it's not always picked up at birth because... It's not? No. And then later on, it depends on the medical follow-up. So, But it is true, at age 26, you'd think some of these issues would have come, come up uh, earlier, but... It's real important that any time you're considering any kind of sex change operation or even clarification. That, it sounds like he's having a sex change operation. Or a clarification operation, if that's what you want to call it. The, the, therap the, the counseling and the social, the social workers involved, and this is a team project, and it's not right. something you decide overnight. All right, so what should he do? Should be ref well, he says he doesn't have insurance, but he should go to a center that specializes in, this, in these procedures. And as Doug was mentioning, Stanford, uh, I, don't know what, I don't even know where this guy's what state he's in. But you need to go to an, uh, a center that specializes in 
these procedures because you have hemosurgeons, you have urologists, you have plastic right. surgeons. You have, all right, all right. It's not just uh, let's, all right. Let's well, go maybe uh, stop by the therapist first, though, right? Absolutely. Okay, we'll be back. All right, if you're a business owner, you know that your business is only as good as the talent that you hire. And posting job in one place just doesn't do it. It's impossible to find quality candidates. Now, with ZipRecruiter, everybody, you can post 100-plus job sites with a single click, instantly match to candidates from over 6 million resumes, plus watch the brand-new candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface within 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. That's right. Why do it any other way? Just with a single click, 24 hours, get it posted everywhere, and in come the candidates. Today, you get to try ZipRecruiter for free. How we're able to do that, I don't know, but you get it for free. If you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. One more time, ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Bruce filling in for Dr. Drew, who is in Hawaii tonight. Dr. Drew will be in Hawaii, I believe, Sunday night as well, when our guest will be God knows who, because producer Ann is out of here too. Lisa, Sherry, have any idea about uh, who will be on the show next week? No? Okay. Next week is uh, potluck night here on... Uh, Potluck week, I should say, on Loveline. You never know who'll show up. Joey Lawrence is here, and uh, he's got himself a CD. He's got, uh, actually, second CD. Writing mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I'm going to be doing, I guess, acting movies. Don't yeah, want to do TV really for a while. You know, I've just done it for 16 years, and uh, I've been kind of waiting for the right time to, you know, really find some, some great roles that I can sink my, you know, my teeth into as an, as an actor. And I found a couple of really excellent parts that... Um, are totally different than anything that I've played, and one goes in January, and another one goes the end of February, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. They're independent. They're going to go to all the festivals, and um, really great movies, you know? Not necessarily action, none, none of that crap, but, I mean, it's just really great writing. Will so, you play, like, a fat guy who's real ugly or something? Play a, yeah, how did you know? That's like, no, That'd no. be a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some, there's some great parts, though. I, I play a guy from northern Italy. I had to work uh, with a... With a um, dialect coach for two and a half months to get the uh, dialect down and uh, another guy I play who's who's, who's just um, I don't know he's just part of a group of friends nothing big deal but the uh, characters themselves are interesting and uh, the right how's it you you want to you want to do our next call in uh, broken English I'm doing uh, what yeah there you go it's perfect that's how most our guests <laughs> sound anyway they're usually drunk <laughs> and from somewhere where you can't understand what they're saying alright so uh, uh, well it, uh, Giuseppe Lawrence is here tonight everybody there, and there, uh, he'll be there. jumping in on our next call I will uh, do the entire call in uh, in my French accent cool that'll be great oh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can do oh uh-huh. <laughs> that was good though was Ju- good. Justin hello uh, Justine uh-huh. 23 uh-huh. <laughs> The love line was Dr. Brew and Joey Laura. How did I get so lucky? Um, I uh, I have a question for Dr. Bruce tonight. Um, actually, I uh, 
I have been in uh, in AA for uh, two years and about. Chocolate Oh, Okay. I think. <laughs> and, uh, all right. That's enough. And I also am uh, am diagnosed bipolar. And uh, recently, I was having a, a discussion with a fellow AA member, and who has a lot, you know, a lot more sobriety than I do. And and I was talking to him, and somehow the, the subject of of bipolar came up, and uh, he indicated to me. On, under no uncertain terms, that because I was taking medication for my bipolar, that by AA standards, I was considered not sober, and that, you know, try, kind of like implying that, uh, that I wasn't working a good program, that my, you know, that my, it was a waste, and, and I just was wondering what the medical take on that was, you know. Well, I mean, that's totally bogus. First of all, because he he's speaking for AA, you don't speak for AA. This is ridiculous. This yeah. is an outrage. I think Adam Adam needs a little bit of, of lithium here himself. Joanne, what do you say? <laughs> okay, so they got to do it all in uh, broken. When people broken start speaking, for, I think when people start speaking for AA, then you can stop listening because you don't speak for AA. Secondly, uh, I think maybe 20, 30 years ago in AA, that was the consensus of a lot of, of a lot of people that that went to meetings. But today, it's we have a lot better understanding of bipolar disorder, schizophrenia major depression and it's understood there's a difference between taking medications for a mood altering experience and taking medications to correct what some people might term um, imbalance in neurotransmitters which clearly bipolar disorder is what we'd look yeah, at what if you're medical... taking high blood pressure medication exactly. or something yeah, like what that are you, what, what are you is this guy your sponsor right. no this guy's not my sponsor but it's like i mean i, I was going to say back to him so you're going to tell me when you take a nyquil or you know, or something like that. It's, uh, you know. The best thing, you did the right thing, you didn't say anything. You don't say anything back, you go to meetings, you work your program, you stay sober. I mean, and here I thought I was working a good program. You know, I, I'm trying my, heart, my hardest, and it's hard enough to, to you know. Yeah, do you have a sponsor? Around. Yeah. What would your sponsor say? Uh, he's, well, he says, you know, why don't you just keep showing up? Right. That's you know. Well, she has uh, the alcohol uh, in there. Can you uh, can you take Adam with you to your next meeting? <laughs> I, th I think there's space. There's always a seat available. Yeah. You tell him bon voyage. <laughs> That's okay. a very French sounding word. So uh, continue to take your medication, and I you know that's it's such a great thing these oh, days. Screw him. Yeah, just uh, you know, like you should be getting crap from people in the program. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Right, like they, they have any right to talk. Well, you know, that's the whole thing that kind of turns me off. Um, I, I think the program is good. Lord knows uh, half the people I grew up uh, with in the Valley are on the program in some, some way. The whole Valley. The whole Valley is on the program. <laughs> they, they roped it off and they turned into one big meeting. <laughs> They'll be dropping a 700-foot cake. Uh, in the middle of a fashion square in Laurel Canyon by Oxnard exactly for the Valley's right. uh, five-year anniversary it's of sobriety. But, you know, and I, I think it's great. I, I, you know, God bless you. I know guys that have, uh, I just talked to a friend of mine the other day. One guy's got 13 years. The other guy's got 15 years. But, you know, don't start abusing it. Don't get self-righteous. You know, uh, don't give me that crap where, like, uh, if I'm eating a uh, piece of rum cake, you got to stare down your nose at me because uh, you drank half your mom's uh, uh, a nail polish remover when you were 14 and got carted <laughs> off somewhere. I can have a beer every once in a while. You know, I'm not out of, exactly. I'm not out of control. Exactly. So... You know, no, it's, it's good it's they're going own. to. Yeah, it's good they're. You know that they're going to. You know to work out their own problem, but that doesn't mean that everybody has that problem. You know, right? And it's just 
that, it's your own problem. Exactly. Go and, work it out. Help who and, you can. But and don't when you pass get through and, and, and you make it and you're successful, that's, that means that you're a good person. That doesn't mean you're any better than anybody else because, right. yeah. you know. <laughs> well, this is a common phenomenon in the program, and the issues of control issues and working other people's programs for them, they come up and uh, doesn't doesn't halt the effectiveness of AA. Mm-hmm. And just keep going back to the meetings and ignoring people like that's the key. Yeah. Amber. Yeah. You're 16. Yeah. You're uh, on with Joey Lawrence, who doesn't think he's better than anyone else, but uh, he knows deep in his heart he is. Oh, God. Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen this guy for about four months now, and about two months ago, I found out that I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to have kids, and we're still in high school, and I don't know what to do about it because he doesn't want to have kids or anything. Mm-hmm. And you want to settle down and start a family like in the 10th grade? No, I'm a senior. Oh, you're a senior? Yeah. 16? What did you do, skip a grade? No, I started early. Mm-hmm. Did you take health class where they uh, taught you about condoms and stuff? Yeah. You did? Yeah. But you missed that day? No. No. Okay. Uh, were, we, were you having unprotected sex? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right, so you got, how far along are you? Um, two months. Mm-hmm. And you want to keep the child? Yeah. And you don't want to give it up for adoption? Uh-uh. What do your uh, mom and dad feel about this thing? Have you told them? Yeah, they know. What do they think? They're glad, but they're really upset about it. <laughs> they're really happy for it, but they're really pissed off. <laughs> How old's the boyfriend? Honey, we're so happy that you're pregnant. You're grounded for three years. Uh, right. You're grounded until your child is 15. <laughs> That's right. Until your child is as old as you are, you're, <laughs> you're grounded. grounded. <laughs> That's a good policy. That's a great policy. 15-year uh, timeout. How yeah. old's your boyfriend? He's 17. Okay. Well, he's going to have to be attached or responsible in one way or another uh, to this child, whether he chooses to or or not. I mean, when he turns 18, he's he's responsible financially to some degree, right? Yeah, legally or financially. But in the case that he's not interested, he may just not be interested. He may take no responsibility, and you are going to be responsible. There goes... You know, you see some of these TV commercials on teen pregnancy uh, that show a teen, somebody mm-hmm. taking care of a baby, and mm-hmm. then they show up at school, and it's it's tough. It ruins a lot of the uh, fun things that you could do as a teenager. You, yeah. And the well, he may just end up being a sperm donor. He's uh, the fact that he donated sperm doesn't mean he's going to be a good father or well, take any responsibility. Also, too, if you, I mean, if you if you really want to be a good parent, it's it's a responsibility for life, and it's basically yeah. becomes your life, and that's the only way to be a, be a parent. You you can't be a half-assed parent; it just doesn't work. Right. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's what happens. But, uh, I'll tell you, at this point, we'd we'd be happy to have half-assed parents in, in a lot <laughs> yeah, of cases. You're right. You're uh, absolutely right. One one thing this guy may be doing is trying to lay a little groundwork because possibly he wants her to get an abortion or yep. give it up for adoption. Absolutely. So Maybe he's threatening the water to see what her she's... and saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with this, hoping right. he's going to sort of... Um, she'll get yeah, she'll get rid of the baby. Right. right. Uh, I'm guessing if he's a halfway decent guy and he probably is halfway decent otherwise you wouldn't have been with him because you sound uh, amber sounds sort of normal um that once he sees the kid he'll sort of belly up uh, a little bit but uh, again you can't Who count on it, on it and this is uh, part of the risk you run wow. when you're having the unprotected teenage sex all right uh, we got to go to break again Dr. Bruce? I'm pregnant with thought, but I'll wait. You, yeah. you want to uh, well, abort that thought? Another important thing is the parents, too. You know, you got to hope that the parents are there to help out. because <clears throat> Her parents. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, that's, that's Absolutely. a huge part of the thing, especially when they're that young. I mean, that's, I know. Uh, that's even, my, even when my mother had Andrew, you know, and, 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 and she was in her 30s. I mean, my, my grandmother and grandfather were huge influences in all of our lives still, you know. And my mom wasn't 16. And that's Amber's Amber's solution here. Yes. She's, is family. She's yep. got to support gotta her family. Have, 
should you break up with this guy if he's not if he doesn't actively assert himself and get involved and take yeah. responsibility and get you know mom get rid and of dad him. and that's it yeah all right and maybe you can get um, Joey's grandparents to get involved my grandparents <laughs> have a little spare time yeah we're all kind of growing up so all right uh, we'll be back with Joey Lawrence after this be right back Austin Hey, I'm two-time survivor Rob Sesternino and host of Rob Has a Podcast right here on Podcast One. I'm breaking down what just happened on reality TV competitions like Survivor, Big Brother, The Amazing Race, and more. We're talking with all your favorite players and interviewing the new contestants after they get eliminated about just how badly they screwed everything up. So come on over and talk about reality TV with me on Rob Has a Podcast in the TV and film section here on Podcast One anytime or at least until they vote me out. Hey, it's the Love Line. Joe and Lawrence is here tonight. What's up? So is Dr. Bruce, who's filling in for Dr. Drew, who's filling in... His wife in Hawaii. <laughs> I know he And is. listening to you right now. No, I don't uh, I don't believe we're on in Hawaii. All That's right. good. That's uh, good. But uh, <laughs> man, she knows I uh, don't love her. All right. Uh, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Um, Joey, you know from uh, all the years on uh, Give Me a Break and then Blossom, then uh, Brotherly Love, which I see is on uh, the Disney Channel. Now, they, I they believe. Pick it up. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, we uh, did it for two years. We did it on NBC, and then we went over to Warner Brothers, and then, um, and then uh, we, you know, it was, it was, it was enough. It was two years. It was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to work with the family. I thought it'd be cool to, to uh, do that. And then we all wanted to move on and do our own thing. So after two years, it was great. And then the Disney Channel picked it up, and they're playing like crazy. It's doing great over there because it really was the whole purpose for the show. I had an opportunity to do one of the, you know, quote young adult sitcoms. The Friends of the World, which is great and a lot of and a lot of and, and a lot of fun, but I really wanted to do a family show because I, I I didn't think there were enough of those out there. So Disney Channel agreed to, uh, you know, they thought it was in the right in the right vein, and they put it on their place. It's blowing up over there. It's doing great. So oh. we're we're not filming it anymore, but right. Re- but the great show. the checks are still coming, right? No. Oh I mean, come on. You know, well, not you get some, really, well nothing for you, but there, I'd be excited. Well, yeah, yeah. not for you, but yeah, well. I'd be real excited to find something in the mailbox. Besides some, like, pizza flyer. <laughs> hey, uh, Maria. Oh, hi. You're 17. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to Joey. Sure. Um, hi, Joey. Hi. I love you. I just wanted to tell you that I love you so much. I think you're so cute. Oh, thank you. I thank think you. you're one of the cutest singers and actors I know. Oh, well, that's... that's I've like seen all your Blossom shows, and I, like, have a bunch of posters in my room of you. Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you so much. I wanted to tell you, can you please say, well? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did that just for you? I don't really say that line. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to uh, get away from whoa, but well, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't realize that was the uh, character. You know, I made that up for him. You know, and uh, I guess you know when you when you do when you and do you can be sure I'm gonna get your new CD. I just love you. I think you're so. Oh, cute. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, There's a uh, big poster inside with Joey and his shirt off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Is there? <laughs> in the record? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there no, is? No, 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 no. no. Another shirt off. No, no, no. no. Shirt. Uh, but it's a tight shirt. It's, yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know I don't know. So. Whatever. you got to move front. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Maria. <laughs> thank, thank you for you. calling. Uh, Sabrina. 
Yes. You're 24. Mm-hmm. And my question is, how important do you consider sex in a relationship? Um, like what kind of relationship? Because if well, it's with your folks or something, that's... That's a little weird. Yeah. weird. Yeah. Then it's probably not that important. Right. It's, uh, I'd put it like number three. Yeah, number three. <laughs> put like on the back burner. Behind like talking and dinner. Yeah. And, and, and then sex. <laughs> that's so right. I'm engaged to be married. We've been together for two years. <laughs> right. Um, we have sex, but it's only when he wants to. I can have my legs spread open right in front of him, and he'll push me to the side. I'm a very dominant person, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mostly like it when, you know, of course, when I want it, not just when he wants it. That's you know what I mean? Um, the reason why I'm concerned about it or confused <coughs> This about was an it, episode of Blossom, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a very special <laughs> Blossom. <laughs> yes. it was. She kept I'm, chanting, I'm the dominant one, but it didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, confer- I'm confused about it because I was, the way I was grown up, sex was very important. My mom was very promiscuous. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So was she, what, was she was, married or, or was she divorced no, and had a bunch of boyfriends or something? No. No. She wasn't married until um, <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, but l- listen, married. Sabrina, you, you growing up in a family where you say sex was very important, your mom was very promiscuous, is like saying, I grew up in a family where drugs were, were very important. My, my dad was a junkie. Mm-hmm. I mean... He, it's not, uh, there's important sex, but if your mom was out being very promiscuous, chances are uh, she had some difficulties. Uh, of Not that she was just extra super amorous. Mm-hmm. Right, no, you she know was what having I'm some problems. Yeah, she was not... Uh, she was kind of acting out more than she was yeah, just uh, abso- abso- sexually absolutely. aroused all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that, you know, there's degrees of, I guess, sexual drive in people, but, you know, I don't know if... Well, was she, did she have a lot of different partners, and, yeah. and um, do you have a lot of different uncles? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, they were boyfriends. Well, where was Dad? I mean, did she share this with you? How do you know that this went on? I see things. I mean, when you just walk, guys walk, are walk to into mom's, and yeah. she's no, this is my boyfriend, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times she left my sister at home by herself so she can go to their house. Mm, hold on like a second, that. Sabrina. Uh, Doctor Bruce wants to do some gambling. All right. All right. Would we be right to gamble a little bit? Go ahead. I mm-hmm. just came back from Vegas. <laughs> okay. Hang on. You're on a roll. Uh, Joe, you got a you got a dollar? Do I have a dollar? I know you have a big sack of money. Do you have anything smaller <laughs> than, let's say, a I think so. Under- <laughs> I have, um, yeah, I have, a, I, have, I have a dollar. Okay, good. Put Is that out FCC there. FCC rule we're breaking here? Uh, Here's uh, what I have to say about the FCC in uh, uh, gambling. Uh, F the FCC. Uh, <laughs> F. I'll tell you why. Because these a-holes run lottery spots on the radio on just about every station over yep. the country. Lottery, uh, which was basically devised so that uh, people on welfare could get a chance to gamble a little bit, too. Uh, people uh, walking in slippers and a house coat down to the 7-Eleven <laughs> to spend money that they should be spending on their kids Absolutely. on lottery tickets. Blowing it on you know, 40 lottery tickets. Ridiculous. Ricoculous. And yeah. uh, so if uh, they can't handle a little uh, good-natured gambling uh, when they're running lotto spots uh, after this, F them. F them. Ricoculous. Thank you. Yes, I'm trying to get that word to catch on. Maybe you could work it ridiculous. in here. It's I take ridiculous and I put ridiculous in there. Ridiculous. The kids uh, go wild for it. Uh, it just because of the cock thing. Yeah, what? yeah. We we don't break that... it down that much. Okay, we don't well, want to F the FCC too much. Right. All right. Sure. Okay. Engineer Mike's got a big face. I was on just over. trying to find the lore of the word. Okay. It's concrete know. thinking. It's very adolescent. Right. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, you two. Let's. <laughs> 
concoctionary engineer, Mike says. All right, let's. Uh, You're let's... out of the room. We had a little discussion about maturity and, yeah. and stuff. All right, let's yeah, gamble, yeah, please. Can we please gamble. We exclude. <laughs> All right, I was uh, playing with Atch a Sketch in the next room while you guys were talking about maturity. Okay. What? Uh, who the hell were you just talking to? Who was that? Sabrina. Sab Sabrina. All right. And promiscuous and dominant. Here's what we're gambling on, Joey. Okay. Okay. You know, we do this on the show all no the time. No problem. We try to figure out what the environment was like that she came from. Okay. Uh, was there alcohol in the environment? Uh, maybe a divorce at an early age. Mm -hmm. Maybe some physical or sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. What was it that sort of uh, produced uh, Sabrina, the teenage hoe? No. Hey. Now that's a ratings that's, grabber. That's wow. what you... Now, it wouldn't make it onto Disney, but it no. was UPN, I think, would pick that up and run with it. Yeah, they put it on right after Sparks. Now, you wanted uh, to gamble on Sabrina, but we already kind of know her past. Her mom was very promiscuous. Mm -hmm. I guess the only thing to gamble on was uh, when did, did Dad leave? Uh, how old was she? And was there any uh, physical abuse or sexual abuse perpetrated uh, on Sabrina by one of these uh, uncles that came by the house to have sex with mom? So what do you think? Do you want to go first? She, got married when, she said that her mom got married when she was 14, like 10 years ago, right? Mm. Is, that, is that what she said? I didn't hear that, no. Is that what but, you said? Uh, hold on. Sabrina? Sabrina? Yeah? Um, stop thinking about sex for just one second <laughs> answer the question. <laughs> Did your mom get married 10 years ago, right? Isn't that what you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, she did. What, that, that's, that's what I thought. Okay, and has been uh, married to the same guy straight on through? Yeah, they just got divorced. They okay, just got divorced. until now. All right, hang on a second. All right, Bruce, what is your feeling? I, I would just say pos uh, emotionally, uh, emotional abuse. and Too broad. Mom, too broad. Got to narrow it down. Uh, Everyone is emotionally abused. I'm emotionally abusing you as we speak. That's, that's quite true. You're going to kick your butt uh, All right, let's go for substance abuse in the mom ah mom was uh what uh, booze yeah alcohol. like mom was an alcoholic all but right i think so. mostly emotionally not available to sabrina okay uh not emotionally available and a substance abuse problem joey you want to venture a guess mm, i'd say um got divorced at a very young age maybe mm -hmm. or, um and uh well i would say that she probably um, was a real bad example setter, I, I guess, for her. Well, that's daughter. that's I mean, evident. Sure, but yeah. uh, uh, I mean, I divorced know, early. How long was Dad around? Till uh, oh, I, I don't think that Sabrina ever uh, ever really spent a lot of, a lot of time with her real father. That's what I would venture to say. All right, but you're going with they were married and got divorced. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm a safe bet, uh, but it's got to be let's say before six for you to be right because if they made oh, it like seven years, no, 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 no. I, no, I'd say that they got divorced like maybe like at one, you know, like okay. e e even before she knew. I'm going what with Dad was uh, never about. around. Okay, never, uh, never even got married. Okay, Sabrina. Yeah. All right, where's your dad? My real dad. I have no idea. You never met him. No. Where was your mom and him married and then got divorced? They never got married. Nope. Thank you. What is this? Thank nice. you very much, I can't Sabrina. I lost the buck. What's with those? At all? <laughs> yeah, that was it. it was she? That uh, sucks. Was your mom drunk? No. 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 Okay. No substance abuse. Oh, thank um, you very much. See, you know what? No, you know what he did? He set us up first, man. We had to say, you and know, so we're last. trying to find something. Yeah. And then he goes last. He says, I don't think anything happened. I just think it was kind of existed. No, you know, I said, she, no, what, what are you kidding? I went way out on a limb. I said she never met her father. You divorced. What? That's the what? coward's way. What? That's the coward's way. Divorced. Oh, Everyone was divorced. Oh, you know, actually, I gave you the easy Joey one. and I decided you needed to win because you're feeling somewhat Absolutely. insecure. You're yes, a, you are. Because we had a whole conversation yeah. when you were out of the room playing with your register sketch. So we thought you win. Destroying women's bodies. 
<laughs> I got to get back to the covered bridge I was making on the Etch a Sketch. We got to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Sabrina and see if we can get to the bottom of this, and we'll uh, hear something off uh, Joey's new CD as well. Love Line will be right back. Why? Because we like you. All right, everybody, True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it, and it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app, it's special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They partnered with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car Certified Dealers. And using True Car Certified Dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car Certified Dealer Network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy. It's evolved. It's technology. It's made simple. It's about time. Hey, it's a love line, and uh, we got to go to one of those 10 seconds, 10 second breaks. Boy, I screwed that one up. So anyway, we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Love Line on Radio Station. It is Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Bruce filling in for Dr. Drew, who's in Hawaii. And Joey Lawrence is our guest tonight. Next week, I'm told we have uh, Gavin from Bush and Bjork, but uh, Bjork's not confirmed, which in Loveline speak means uh, no way is she going to be here next week. But she's nuts, and I'd love to talk to her. She's like a little uh, gnome. Have, have you ever seen her? <laughs> she doesn't really seem like a human. Yeah. She's real cute. Like, she's like the only alien you'd want to have sex with, except the for... The alien you'd want to have sex with. That she's, she's like, not a human being, but mm-hmm. she's really mm-hmm. cute. And she's got all kinds... She's in all kinds of weird stuff for her. Like, last time I saw her, she had, like, like a battery pack or something strapped to her, saying Jeez. that it was her energy source, and she's really Is nuts. Is this in an oh, MTV cool. video or in real life? Is this real life? No, this is real life. A battery pack with energy? She had... Um, it was like two years ago. I saw uh, on name the, like Bjork on the K Rock Morning that's, that's Show. That's a bad starting point, I think. <laughs> she had like some sort of battery pack and some electrode or something hooked up to her, and she's really nuts. But uh, too many cartoons. But she's she her music's cool. I like her, and uh, you know, it'd be nice to have her. But anyway, all right, Joey's here tonight. When we left off on Loveline, we we're speaking to uh, Sabrina's twenty-four. The dominant, oversexed. Right. Her yeah. mom had a lot of partners. Dad was never around. And now she's engaged, right, Sabrina? Engaged? Yes. Yes. And uh, you're, how long have you been with this guy? Oh, two years. Two years. And you're, the sex is sort of dried up? 
me it is. I mean, I have to buy toys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and have, you know. Uh, I got to tell you something. If, if you're not even married yet, and and the sex is already dried up, that's a real bad like sign for the sexual part of the relationship, which mm-hmm. is you know, which is which is definitely an aspect of our relationship. Considering breaking up with him. Yeah, I'll tell you. you I'll tell you what it's like. It's like, it's like. I'll give a baseball analogy. Okay. You should really make it into at least the, the fifth or sixth inning before you start going for the bullpen, which would be the sexual devices. Yeah. If the guy doesn't have anything working and his shoulder's hurting and he's just throwing the warm-up pitches before Absolutely. the game, that's a real bad sign. <laughs> it's a very bad sign. I mean, uh, God, first two years, that's like golden time, you know? That's like that's like when just being with the person alone turns you on, I think. I mean, if, you gotta, if you're already at toys, man... <laughs> I mean, toys usually have his what, like good ten years into a marriage, I think. You Unless know, or, he's sort of the um, Saint Nick, you know, if yeah, he's bringing the toys right, home and possibly a, uh, demonstrating yeah, let's them. Try this one, Sabrina. Do you think what you bring into the relationship is a problem, though? Do you think if you the next guy, it's going to be any different in terms of you're asking us how important sex is? I think the the answer is I think sex is secondary to the communication and the the quality of the relationship oh, yeah. with the individual and it's and you're immediately telling us about your mom was had a period of promiscuity and uh, well the reason why i brought up my mom and stuff like that is i didn't want to make a big step to me leaving him because i'm not having enough sex or it's not good enough for me maybe it's you know i thought maybe it was because of the way i was raised around my mom well what it, how, how often are you having sex oh geez it's like um once every couple of days you know, I I like to have it like twice, three times a day. You know, right, but, kitchen table, bathroom. All right, I but here, I have a friend that you should meet. Actually, <laughs> that's really. I have like eight there. friends that you should meet, probably <laughs> on the on the same night. So, Sabrina, here's the situation: you are gonna. Any man who, no man is going to be able to have sex three, four times a day on <laughs> like a kitchen just, table. Just on a regular basis. And keep this up for, for two years. You're going you're gonna to burn him. It wasn't even like that in the beginning, though. All right, but here's the situation. You don't need to get him to have sex with you more, and you don't need to find a guy who can have sex with you more. You need to figure out why you're using sex is something other than sex. You know, yeah. you're using sex like an alcoholic uses booze. I mean, how's how how is the rest of the relationship? I mean, how's the how's the communication? How's the just being with that person? Do you like enjoy him? Is he a great guy? That's why I haven't. That's why we're engaged to be married because of that. You know, he's a great person. Well, um, uh, but here, here's, I, guarantee, I guarantee the sex eventually will wear out. I mean, you know, yes. I mean, God bless my. Uh, grandparents, I love them to death. They've been married for 50, for fifty years, but you know it can't be what it was fifty years ago. I mean, it's just no. that's just basic. Now you can't compare fifty years to two years. It's already wearing out. Oh, ooh. Me, Although, uh, oh, oh <laughs> remind me, give a, get, give a uh, grandma story. Uh, she called me today. And, uh, my grandma's the queen of the inappropriate remark. And okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give you a good grandma story okay. in a second. Sabrina, here's my final thought for you. Okay. Don't focus on the sex. You have uh, some issues inside of you that manifest themselves in a sexual way. But Definitely. you guys can argue over sex till everyone's blue in the, in the nuts, mm-hmm. and it's not going to cure anything. You have some problems. Your dad wasn't around. Your mom was a nymphomaniac. You, you grew up in a, a pretty freaked-out environment, and you now use sex to express yourself. Don't worry about trying to have more sex. It's, right. just, it's like saying, uh, I'm a junkie. My problem is I can't get enough drugs. Right. Your problem is, is you need to look into some issues, find out why you're doing as it. A, as a meter to a- determine absolutely. how good or bad the relationship relationship is and that right. really sex is what the doctor said. it's it's more of a secondary thing it really is i mean it's great you know but it's a secondary thing 
she, in a in a marriage. I mean, you know, some relationships are only based around that, but then then they last three four months and well, it's over. People have their addictions. People are addicted to gambling. Right. People are addicted to booze. People are addicted, addicted to, to sex, whatever. whatever. Some people are addicted to thrills. Or addicted to skydiving and mountain right, climbing right, or right, sex right, or whatever. Right. And just because it's not a drug uh, doesn't mean it's right, not it's bad not, for you and exactly. that it's not an addiction. And Am I right, Bruce? Absolutely. You're no, doing a, my job. And a good or negative experience is based on sex. What she's you know she's uh, seems and, to me like she's comparing the the right. relationship you know right. according to her sexual right and you know Sabrina I, she may she sounds like she doesn't have a meter on what healthy sex is in a relationship mm-hmm. and probably not to trash the she shouldn't trash the relationship until she gets some help and finds yeah. out even a period of sexual sobriety for her might be good exactly oh boy. well know? no then uh, what's going to happen she will seek help to, and. All right, maybe, so maybe learn to appreciate just like I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be this animalistic toy sex every time either you know what I mean if 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 that happens every once in a while then then it's then it's a different kind of experience if that is the norm this kind of outrageous sex every time I mean right. what, then of keep, course it's going to wear out you have to keep it fresh a little bit you know yeah because if you have to keep sort of upping the ante <laughs> exactly eventually uh, someone's going to get poked in the eye and hurt or something, <laughs> so something like, like that yeah some major lacerations and I mean God knows what you know so so yeah, go call SA or something like that. But here's what my uh, my grandmother tells me today. My grandmother is a uh, or was a sex therapist. Still, oh, wow. still does a little bit of uh, work. She's 83 years old. Oh my God. She's a very uh, outspoken woman. Uh, she's uh, asked me once at the dinner table if I knew what a rim job was, for instance. Uh, it makes makes very inappropriate mm. remarks and likes to put uh, everybody in the hot seat. Yeah, she's kind of a Ruth Gordon, but wow. Ruth Gordon was like the dirty old woman always played that dirty right. old uh, woman part she was like in uh, uh what was that mo- what was her famous movie uh ruth gordon um oh boy. oh boy oh boy we got someone who's too young studying. and someone who's uh, too old <laughs> no uh, all right i'm gonna think of ruth gordon's uh, movie but the the point is is my grandmother loves to embarrass people with like sexual questions okay. and no stuff. but she's very serious your father's it. mother or mother this is my mother's mother okay. so she says to me today mm. she calls me today and my grandfather passed away about uh, three, four months ago, okay. and uh, my grandmother's very upset because they were together for 55 years, like yep. your grandparents, and it's yep. all she ever knew, right. and, and all Absolutely. this. So she's calling me, and, and, and you know, she's going through a hard time. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying, how you doing? And she says, well, you know, it's, it's difficult um, just when you think you have a handle on things. You, you run into something that reminds you Absolutely. of him. Yep. Uh, for instance, uh, she's going, getting ready to go to Europe to visit uh, my sister's living over in Germany. And, and so she says, now, just the other day, for instance, I was packing and uh, I opened an old suitcase and I found uh, his old passport. And, and it reminded me, you know, it set me back. Right. And then the day after that, I was cleaning out a closet and... Um, I found uh, his old bathrobe, and, and, and again, it, it set me back. And the other day, I was cleaning out the medicine cabinet, and I found some vaginal lubricant. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's rough, Grandma. Oh, <laughs> thinking, God. Jesus, Grandma, do you got to hey, hit me with that stuff every that. single time? She's messing with your mind, Dad. No, she's yes, deadly she serious. She is uh, deadly I serious. I lubrication. It set me back. Oh, Jesus, Grandma, I don't want to hear that. She, I, I, don't, I, have no, I, why, I don't want to hear that at all. She doesn't realize that I don't want to hear it. But ooh, the thing about it is, ooh. is she's just using that as, a, as an example of yes. here's something just I like used the bathrobe when and then there's 
the bathrobe, the coffee cup, the passport, the vaginal loop, the <laughs> that, that, that That's it. You know, it's it's right in there. You, the mix, a, you mix them all together. You got a hell of a weekend, <laughs> by the way. But <laughs> Bathrobe, coffee, passport. But that's how she is. And I'm, you know, and then I don't want to make a scene and go, ah, oh, complete yuck. I okay. know. So I just go, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, difficult. So, she's uh, a Lakers, 12 and 0. <laughs> it's got to be oh, tough. Wow, they're really on a roll. What's your psychologist's father doing at this point? What's he doing? When staying staying away from my grandma. <laughs> 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 uh, she hadn't. She hadn't uh, oh, my, my, my parents got divorced like uh, 20 oh, years yeah. ago, so uh, they, they steer clear. But, talk about oh, Let's talk about oh, and, and the night, mm-hmm. the night wow. he yeah. died, the night my grandfather died, uh, it was like 2, it was like 3 in the morning. And uh, she called me up, and uh, she was crying, you know, he's dead, mm-hmm. come over to the house. I, I got up, I got my pants on, I rushed over to the house, uh, there he was, he was laid out on the bed. Uh, I stayed uh, stayed with her, and the family started to mm-hmm. sort of slowly show up, and we were uh, sitting around. Now, by now, it's like 5.36 in the morning, uh, the body had been picked up, we're sitting in the uh, dining room, she's sort of sobbing again, and she's saying, I just wanted to crawl back in, in, in bed with him one more time. Just one more time. I just wanted to go lie there uh, with him in bed. And I said, well, you know, Grandma, I, I, it's probably best that they took him away. That you wouldn't want to remember him that way. You don't need to get in bed with him again. And she said, um, I, I didn't say I wanted to F him. <laughs> I just wanted to get in bed with him. And I was oh like, my oh, God. Jesus, <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's very interesting. I, 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 I know. know my grandmother is the exact opposite. She wouldn't do she that. No, my grandmother doesn't even say, like, I got to take a pee. It's tinkle, you know? Oh, and right. uh, gee willikers. There's no curse words in my. The first time I heard my grandmother say, damn, I thought, I said, meme? No way. She curses, you know? Oh, really? So yeah. my grandmother's the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. So to imagine, I mean, I can't even imagine or fathom my, my Mimi talking about. Um, no. Sex that would quite unnerve me. I think I would be. Qu- it, it, it is. I did say I wanted to. <laughs> the worst part is when you have to pretend not to be affected. Right, maybe. absolutely. Because in a time like that, you ha- you can't be. You yeah. Know, oh like, yeah. Vaginal, oh, vaginal lubricant. Wow, Explain that's... some of the psychopathology I see yeah, right. in Adam, though. Oh please. Joey's very well adjusted. I know. He's together, as you were saying earlier in the show. All right, Jason. It's like talk about vaginal lubrication. <laughs> Don't you love it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Talk about that. So, Grandma, come on. i got to masturbate later. <laughs> now, now I'm way off schedule. But, you know. Jason, you're 18. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Um, I have a slight problem. <laughs> yeah. With my girlfriend, I've been going out with her for two years. She was 14, I was 16 when we first got together, and mm-hmm. I lost my virginity to her. That's and cool. I fell deeply in love with her. I know it's young, but I really fell in love with her. And um, about... Half a year later, or whatever, we cheated on each other, and we talked about it together, and we cried, and, oh, God, I'm sorry, we'll never do it again. We kissed and make up, and this past summer, she cheated on me again with four guys, I think. They were all <clears throat> over 18 and all that, and uh, <sighs> she didn't want to have nothing to do with me, and I was crying. I said, oh, God, I can't, I can't go without you, you know, I love you, I love you, and I can't, you know. And then she was just like, get away, get away. And I, so I took off, and, and she calls me, and, oh, God, I didn't realize what I had until you were gone. And I just said, well, you know, you told me to leave. And she just... So did she actually have sex with five, four guys? She told me she did. Mm-hmm. She had sex with them. Did it, and when... I told her to come to me and tell me the truth and tell me everything. All right, so, so you believe her? 
Yeah. Yeah. She, she won't, you don't lie about that kind no, of stuff. No, she wouldn't lie. In okay, so what, what's your question, though? I just, she's begging. She wants me back. No, no, no. It's, 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 she's disturbed. She is uh, the caller we had uh, before she's when Sabrina. she was 18. Yeah. yeah. She's worse. So, well, we don't know. I, I no. bet you I could, uh, if I had a few minutes with Sabrina, I could but she's get, just get like some skeletons. really on me. She's Hi, Jason. Well, what's wrong with you that you would even consider going back with someone who's cheated on you that many times? I love her, and I'm willing to forgive her, but... Oh, no, no, no. L listen, listen. I'm so tired of this uh, I love her, uh, or I love well, him I BS. Uh, the guy beats me. He's, he's an alcoholic, but, but I, I love him. him. But I love him. But I love him. He's the best. Now, there's something wrong with you. That's what it is. Well, you don't love this person. It's infatuation, but it's not that. That's what everybody's been telling me. I said, it's not that. You guys, nobody understands. Yeah. Well, no one you know understands what? You know because what, man? You might, you might, we're saying. You might... <laughs> That's why. You know what? You might love her. I mean, you know, no one, no one really. Sh I mean, can can tell you because we're not you. But at the same time, I think you have to step back and and as hard as it is and as difficult as it is and as easy for me as it is to sit here and say that, um, you do have to kind of step back from yourself and say, yeah, I love her, but she cheated on me four times when we promised each other that we weren't going to do that. I mean, that's kind of an ethical barrier that you know that you don't cross. If you've crossed it once. And then you do it again, and then three other times after that. I mean, that's like something that's unforgivable. You she, know, she's flawed as a as an individual. Yeah, and she doesn't really love you, obviously. I well, mean, you know, as hard as that is to take, you know, uh, you know. Yes, no. <laughs> I'm making up the new rules, man. This is, <laughs> I'm taking over. Sure. Yeah. How about Jason, the F work? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. Jason, what what do you think she was... You, you could say dung, right? Can yes. You say dung. It's a form of shh, that, which we can't say. Right. Okay. I know, but there's all sorts of crazy laws. <laughs> okay. I can't explain it. Jason, right <laughs> what was it an expression of when you had sex with her, for you, when you, when you were 16 and she was 14? Well, it was just it was it just a sports activity or were you in love with her? I was I felt I mean I went head over heels love okay. at first. And and from her side of it, what do you think it was all about? Well, she wasn't a virgin when I Right. Well, so she she'd lost her virginity. Wait a minute, wait a she was fourteen? She was fourteen. And she and she wasn't a virgin? She was not a virgin. She had Ooh. eight other partners before me. Okay. Right. So now, what kind Eight? of what kind of environment does she come from? Alcoholic dad, divorced mother. Hmm, what a surprise! Right. And so that wasn't the "Give me a break" family. No. Uh, okay. Her family. Okay. Fish tank. Listen here, but here's what I'm saying to you, Jason. Yeah. She is going to continue, and and it's sad. All right. I'm putting them on hold. Here, here's what here's what we do as a society, and it's kind of sad when when you're dealing with the child uh, who's in a, a relationship like this. Uh, mom's a, an alcoholic, dad's an alcoholic. There's abusive, and the kid is seven, eight years old. You feel sorry for them. You think this poor victim. Ten years later, this this eight-year-old becomes an eighteen-year-old, and you realize that now this is sort of a criminal or sort of somebody we have to deal with, and you no longer feel sorry for them. You should still feel sorry for them, but this person is going to act out, and they're going to act out for a while. I mean, they may be years of therapy away 
from not acting out. And I mean, when you, you get hooked up, have a healthy relationship too. I mean, she's not. Yeah, really. if she if she if she had uh, a healthy relationship, she would sabotage it uh, so fast Abs- and make your head spin. Abs- well, that's what she. It seems to me that's what she did. If this guy really does, absolutely loving her. You know, he loves her to death. They sabotage. So yeah. trying to coax somebody into a healthy relationship who's who's not it's it's like trying to domesticate an alligator or something. Absolutely. Uh, and no after way. After they've already after you know you have to like start like from birth with that right. stuff. You, you know? come downstairs, or the cat's missing. It's like uh, you know. Uh, it's like what'd you do? Uh, okay, God. now promise me, uh, Wally, uh, yeah. you're not going to eat the cat uh, again. Uh, you come down, uh, the dog's gone. Uh, right. The next morning. I mean, you can't do it. It's in their blood at this at this point. I use Wally for the Wally Gator reference, uh, Bruce. No. Drew wouldn't have gotten that uh, <clears throat> either. But uh, you, uh, Jason, you saying you're in love with this woman, you're going to change this woman or whatever is, uh, like I said, why don't you just get an alligator and yep. uh, bring it in the house with yep. you? Because you're not going to be able to do anything. She needs to go get some help first. A- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she she definitely yeah. You can't undo what her family did in, no. in 18 years. You can't undo it in six months. No, no. And the first step, Jason, in getting her some help is breaking it off with her completely and being sexually active with her sex is a form of attention getting for her it's a form of reliving some past abuse it's got nothing to do with loving you or loving anyone she's with it's a totally separate act obviously she had eight partners before she was third i mean that's she's, unbelievable right. i mean besides being a One tremendous risk for sexually transmitted diseases oh and, AIDS and all that stuff just uh for her psychological well-being and in lots of teenagers I work with, we talk about what's a healthy relationship. And I I could say I've never worked with a teen or a teen couple where having sex as a teenager, especially early teen, was healthy. It's not really part of a healthy teen relationship. Uh, it leads to huge problems. I don't care what, any, what anybody says. I mean, I know that, you know, when I was six, 16, 17, and I'm, and I'm a lot closer to it, you know what I mean? I mean, I know that I wasn't, that I was not ready. I, I, and I know that my friends that were doing it were totally emotionally not ready and I can look back on it now and, and, and I know that they that they weren't. It definitely messes with your mind when you do that kind of stuff before you are emotionally ready to do so. As corny and cliche as that sounds, it really is it really is true. Right. I mean I was like way, way into my eighteenth year, almost nine nineteen, and I was still nervous I couldn't believe how nervous I was and I was way into my eighteenth year. You right. know? So you're talking about thirteen. I mean that is gonna screw you up for so many years. Oh my God, 135 was, groupies 130. later, he was fine. No. He, he got the jitters right there out of him. Go. But, uh, the, there you go. Well, here's the thing, though. It, it's, it's almost a <laughs> mandate for her to have sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, it, no, it, she it's has like she to. has to. Her, her, yes. her, her family, her biology mandates uh, that part she of her makeup. have That's sex. It. Right. Okay, so Jason, uh, another quick question you need to ask yourself is why do you need to be with somebody? Why do you need to fix somebody? Who's so self-destructive? Why can't you just find somebody who's going to treat you right is not going to cheat on you. That's so great. So That's all right. Question. These are all good questions. We're going to go to break and then we'll uh, hear Joey's song and then we'll uh, take more calls and uh, talk to Bruce and I'll try to figure out what he was drawing on that Mark's lot board after this. The phone number for Loveline 1 800 191. Call now, all you sick kids. Loveline will be right back. So, who was on back and forth with Sean and Larry King this week? Donald Trump. 
Hi, Sean. Hello, Larry. Hear the Republican presidential frontrunner answering questions. What do you think of free college tuition? Well, you know, there's nothing free. What sets you apart from traditional politicians? I get things done. And singing songs. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Oh, maybe that was Larry. You start Larry going, he doesn't stop. Download Donald Trump on Back and Forth with Sean and Larry King. I have a good vision for the future. Available now at podcastone.com. There's a very compassionate side to you. Why aren't you showing more of that? Maybe I wouldn't be doing as well in the polls. <laughs> Donald Trump. 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 You've done a podcast. Now you've done everything. Now that I've done it with you, it's Trump. That's podcastone.com. Alice and Dunstan from Chumbawamba and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Hey, that's Chumbawamba, the communists. They're communists, that's Chumbawamba, Chumbawambites. Uh, nice guys, yeah. communists. Really? Oh, no, no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. They're anarchists, which is like In all a... Seriousness? Yeah, which is a uh, communist with a cup of coffee. I think it's like an. It's <laughs> a communist with a, with a vibrant. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Communist and a jolt gets an anarchist. <laughs> uh, I'm, wow. uh, when I leave work early, drunk, I'm going to turn over a car. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what I. Uh, are they really? Are they, wow. Yeah, they are. They want everyone to like live in some big uh, commune. And, uh, you know, I was trying to explain to them that mm. unless you. Uh, wave money in front of people they have a way of not showing up at work yeah seriously and uh, every friend i know would Bruce. not dutifully uh, deliver mail or pick up garbage or do anything unless there was a payday that's why payday's friday because if it was monday i mean nobody's nobody showing up on anything. tuesday <laughs> right yeah all right joey lawrence is Bruce. here and uh dr bruce is filling in for dr drew and we're gonna hear something i don't have your uh Where's your CD? Is it uh, here? It's. I think you're. Uh, your guys have it in the other room. I think. Oh. I just. I, I, I just gave them actually. What What we're gonna play is. Uh, we just finished this. Uh, the brand new uh, tracks and stuff for the first single. So that's what I think they're they're gonna play. Okay. Never gonna change my mind. I think is the name of it. All right. We will. I know uh, it's the name, but I think. Listen to me. I'm sounding so like nonchalant. I think that's the name. Whatever. Who cares? It, uh, that's my angle. Because everyone's gotta have an angle. You know. Right. It can't just be like. I love music. This is my thing. It's always gotta be. You know. I love music. I'm a true artist. But. I'm an alcoholic, or I'm a recovering this, or I'm an anarchist. Right. It can't just be like I love music and I love to write it, and it makes me feel great to, you know, show people what I can do. You know, it's always like, what's the angle though? Well, because I'm an artist. No, 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 no. What's the angle? Because you won't sell records unless you have an angle. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, uh, I'm an hardwood addict. There you go. Now we can start. <laughs> now we're going to sell some records. You know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's hilarious. Why does it pick one out for yeah, you? Yeah, what would it be? What, what do you want to? What do you want to pick? What do you I would go um, yeah, drugs too passe been yeah, done hundred times hundred times oh please forget it uh, you could be kind of suicidal suicidal's but, uh, not bad you, you don't like society engineer Mike suggesting uh, punching a photographer Ooh. that's a that's a start yeah that's, that's uh, kind of a, that's what we call a, 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 a nice stunt I would uh, mix Get the ball rolling. I would, your family is well known and you're known right. uh, as a very devoted so in actuality I son. hate them yeah I would this do all a facade I would turn something on the family right. I yeah. can't stand them, actually. That's good. That's good. Okay. okay. I got his angle. Cool. All right. Now, All right. Uh, what's now my angle, Doc? New host to love one. Hey. Uh, well, uh-oh. <laughs> what? Whoa. Hey, what? No. <laughs> All right. And I got to <laughs> add a little more you know, you security go. to it. <laughs> and then they got to work me Talk in. Talk about 
vaginal lubrication. They got to work okay. me into the brotherly love <laughs> script. <laughs> hey, it's uh, cousin Lou hey. uh, with the nappy. Whoa! Hey. Hey. <laughs> We're not filming it anymore, man. I know, but they'd have to fire it up again if, <laughs> if, I, if I got canned from this game. Cousin Lou, come on, absolutely. For cousin Lou, we do it. All right, this one is uh, from Joey's uh, CD called uh, what the hell is it called? It's called oh, Soulmates, Soulmates. Yep. and uh, it's called uh, Never Gonna Change. change off of uh, Soulmates, which is uh, Joey's CD, which is out, but this song's not out? Right. Or, well, uh, the song, is, the song is on the CD. We just did a brand new re remix for this is going to be the brand new single off the record. So this will be going to radio in three weeks. This will be the one that will be hopefully all over radio in the next month or so. So, And uh, the record just came out. Yeah. And this is like... Um, um, well, you sound like a black guy, which is good. I do. Yeah. Wow, really? Well, yeah. you know what? I'm from That's good. the East Coast, so we have the East Coast sound. I mean, I, I, I've i always been a fan of positive music. I've always loved Motown, grew up listening to all that kind of stuff. So I love it. I mean, I, I love big bottom ends, and I, and I love really... I think it starts, you know, with the with the chords and with the melody. See, I'm a breast melody. man. You're... Uh, you're <laughs> He's oh, wait concrete. a minute. Okay, he was talking about music. Vaginal lubrication, is that where <laughs> are we back to this band? This is a theme with no, you, but you, you did Doc, you're going to have to talk to him. I don't know. No, I'm throwing <laughs> him out. <laughs> <after> <laughs> <today>. <laughs> I've overstayed my welcome. Oh, okay, geez. Okay. Oh, so geez. you're going to be, oh, and you're going to go to Europe, and you're going to be bigger than Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Why, well, uh, You know, it's uh, no, it's just something that I love that I, that I love to do. You know the thing that yeah, really makes you hate Joey, like even more, is that he can actually enjoy... His success. A lot of people we have uh, on the show, they're successful, but they're so tormented. Oh man! You know that they they don't know what you know what what to do. Here's how here's how I see it. It started off as a as a hobby for some. I have no reason why I I wanted to, but fortunately I had a I had a mother that like wanted to help her kid for some reason live out some kind of dream that he had, not knowing where it was going to take us. You know, I had no idea this was going to happen. My dad was making a great living and he was supporting the family, and that's how it's always been. What's your but, dad uh, do? My dad is a financial broker. He has a financial 
brokerage firm. You know, mm. he does life insurance and helps people financially plan their their businesses and stuff. But um, and and it turned out, you know, for the best. And uh, and after I turned eight, eighteen, it became it became a, a job. And 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 as I get older, it becomes you know about my livelihood and my living and stuff. And I love it, and I have no problem saying that. You know, oh. I, I don't really care. I'm so tired of, of of people having to be depressed or angry or or really upset. I mean, you know, yeah, my life is not perfect. There are problems, but you know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm having a great time, and I'm doing what I love to do, and 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 so far, I've, I'm making a living at it. And so as, cool. as parents, most of the time, uh, the parents of the the child stars are a bunch of uh, oh. no count alcoholics. <laughs> Absolutely, and it, they've gone through the kid's yes. money by Absolutely. the time he turns eighteen. He turns eighteen, he's like, "Where's my money?" They're like. I drank it all, Mom. <laughs> How could you do? I gotta go rob a, a, a liquor store now because you drank all my right, money. Your dad gambled it away, and what right. was left, I drank or right. uh, shot into my veins. <laughs> right, right. But uh, not you. Your dad was a financial planner. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, so, yeah. must have been like the uh, Sultan of Brunei or something at age eighteen. What up? <laughs> you must have just gotten a mother load of money. No, no. Oh. That's that's a big misconception too, because you know when you're a kid, you really don't make. I mean, you know, people see these figures by like the carries and by the Travolta's and twenty million dollars a movie. But you have to realize like like literally one percent of Hollywood makes that kind of money. Now there is a lot of money to be made, but you also have to have to realize you have to pay ten percent to agents, five percent oh. to attorneys, four percent to business managers. Don't you're get in started. you're also in a forty five percent tax bracket by the time oh. that you're done paying off because you know, even though we're <laughs> self employed, it's a business and we're oh. actually oh. running a business with you, a bunch of different entities that we have to pay. You're striking a no close I know. And imagine so, if you were like some sort of Second-rate um, talk show host on a <laughs> no-name network. Come on, people love you. Imagine how little you'd be getting paid and how much you know, you'd be getting screwed. You know, but it is. A mis- I mean, I'm sure it even happens with with you. Oh, you know, people are think. Are you kidding? No, but people think. You know, oh my God, the host of Love Lines, whatever. Da, 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 da. I'm sure you're making tons, and you're going. Wait a minute. I mean, I make okay, but it isn't like what you think it is because you're only reading the headlines of these people that are worth two hundred well, billion dollars. Well, here's here's the uh, bottom line. If they hear about a salary, like okay, the guy's making ten grand a week, twenty grand a week, they go, oh my god, twenty grand a week right. is their money. They don't realize if you make twenty grand a week, you see uh, six grand a week at the most. At the most, because at the most. Uh, you. you you get cut in half by Uncle Sam right, right off the off bat, the and then there's managers, agents. Man- managers uh, ten, agents ten, uh, attorneys five, and business managers four. I and mean, for me, it's with? I got to pad a lot of hush money too because I come from the town. <laughs> there's a lot of people that know a lot of stuff. You know? You know? So and and you also have to realize when you're doing TV, you're only making that twenty two weeks a year. So you're actually, if you spread that out over a full year salary like everybody else, it it gets cut in half yeah. again. So you're really not. It isn't what people think. You As know, a matter of really fact, isn't. if uh, the listeners, I'm getting together a Joey Lawrence uh, slush fund where we we're gonna get some money. <laughs> we, we're gonna help man. him out because it's he's Christmas only been on TV for 20 years uh, 20 years. now. So yeah, uh, he know. really needs a break. I mean, you know, no, it, it it pays well, but it it's pays not. well. It definitely does. But there's a major misconception about you know that you can just oh you do one TV show you never have to work again. No, right. no way. No right. way. And plus, you do squander a lot of it on drugs and hookers. And Absolutely. Stuff like that. Well, that's my angle. That goes without saying. That's my. That's my. That's my angle, man. <laughs> right, yeah. Dirty up my image or whatever the hell these <laughs> the people bad do. boy. <laughs> of, uh, I hate mean? my family. My hey, brothers suck. <laughs> wait a minute. I got a better. I got a good angle. You so got it. You not really? that you don't want to do TV anymore. Right. TV won't have you. TV won't have me. You're too bad. I'm too bad now. Even uh, the wow. WB told you to take a right. hike. Right. They told me to take. I love that. I love right. that. I love that. They'd, uh, they'd rather have Martin Lawrence back than, <laughs> than Joey Lawrence. So what? I got to go out like on Ventura now with a gun too and talk about yeah, how we'll delusional s- I am. We'll I stage love that. something. Okay. We'll stage something. Can we? Okay. All right. We're gonna go to break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll uh, power through a few calls after this. Cool. 
G. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline, right back. Hey, I'm two-time survivor Rob Sesternino and host of Rob Has a Podcast right here on Podcast One. I'm breaking down what just happened on reality TV competitions like Survivor, Big Brother, The Amazing Race, and more. We're talking with all your favorite players and interviewing the new contestants after they get eliminated about just how badly they screwed everything up. So come on over and talk about reality TV with me on Rob Has a Podcast in the TV and film section here on Podcast One anytime or at least until they vote me out. Hey, what the f*** is up? This is Mark from f***ing Blink-182, and you're listening to f***ing Loveline with Adam Corolla and Dr. f***ing Drew. <laughs> I said to uh, Engineer Mike after... Mark from Blink-182 did that spot. I go, hey, that's uh, that's pretty funny. Why don't I just have everyone do that? Where we, we they, they say the F word and then you beep it out. And Mike went, Mike gave me one of those, uh, that means more work for me look. And uh, huh? so it's a real bad idea. It's a real bad idea. Don't give Joey any ideas, okay? Hey, what? No, we're going to get Joey to do the, whoa, this, uh, is, yeah. <laughs> this is Joey Lawrence. Yeah, you can give me. No. Well, no. we'll get a we'll get a good one out of you. Oh, Maybe yeah. you can sing it or something. Oh, okay. Uh, well, ooh, well, that time's are coming soon. Well, anyway, um, Joey Lawrence is here. Name of the CD is Soulmates, and we'll uh, Doctor Bruce filling for Doctor Drew, and it's uh, to the phones uh, we go. By the way, tomorrow night, because uh, I will be with my miserable family, we will <laughs> be here, playing man. a. Uh, <laughs> it's my angle. I'd like to go home. Uh, I'd like to go to the Lawrence family. And uh, check out. We that have a pretty scene. good Thanksgiving. Oh. Um, I can you, imagine. It would unnerve you. It would just destroy you. It's right. Such a healthy. Family. I'm going to uh, uh, cousin Vince's uh, one bedroom <laughs> in Santa Monica. <laughs> eating uh, eating gravy well, out of Tupperware. The, we got turkey and we got some yeah. ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Godfather. He's gonna need therapy when we're done yeah. tonight. Mike, uh, Uncle some, uh, Uncle Vince is a professional pinochle player never worked a day in his life a little bartending now and again but uh, anyway uh, i'll be going there tomorrow night and we will be running the in excess show which was on um originally aired i think uh, early may when we had the in excess in and of course uh, michael hutchins uh, untimely suicide which yeah, occurred that, uh, huh? last week he, he was a real nice guy seemed to be in real good spirits as a matter of fact uh, the whole band in excess, we're just uh, jovial, friendly uh, guys, and we had a real good time with that. them. And they're right in the middle of uh, going out and promoting uh, their sort of comeback and everything. So uh, anyway, we'll play that on Thursday as a uh, little bit of a tribute. homage yeah. or tribute to uh, Michael. Renee? Hi. Hey, you're 19. Hi, Adam Bruce. Hi. This question is for Joey. I want to be a singer, mm -hmm. and I sing at a few clubs. I'm going to make a demo tape next month. Right. Do you have any um, advice for me? I know once you become a public icon, everybody wants a piece of you. I don't want to get involved in the wrong crowd. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of give me some advice about that? Well, I mean, in terms of, you know, staying out of the wrong crowd, that, that really is up to one person, and that's you. I mean, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can, I mean... <laughs> You know, God knows in this business, you know, you're you're surrounded by a lot of good stuff and you're surrounded by a lot of bad stuff because of the money that's here and 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 all and a lot of the power which you know money breeds. Um, 
you know, but it, it it really comes down to you. I mean, that's I mean, um, ad, advice. Um, you got to stay true to who you are and 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 keep and keep your goals straight. It's not easy. I mean, a, a support system is is what I had, and I'd say it's almost a necessity, um, just so you can bounce some, uh, you know, bounce your 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 bad times off of and your good times off. Are of you good looking, Renee? There are ups and downs. <laughs> Um, well, I I think so. Okay. Okay. Well, because if I mean, you're ugly, I'll you know no one messes with you. It's not. <laughs> Just leave you alone. It's not. No one's um, exploit ugly people. It's really difficult finding a manager and people you trust. Oh man, it's it's so hard. Factor. It's so hard. I, it, you know what? It's so hard. Uh, to, you know what? And I have to be honest with you. If I had not started this when I was. But before I knew it was work, before I knew it was really anything, because I didn't really, this was something so, it was just fun to me up until, you know, like 13, 14. Then I started to think, this could be a job, this could be a really cool job. And I swear to God, it was not that at all. It was never like, oh God, I gotta go to work, or oh God, because I always had my real um, school. I graduated from there, and I always went back and forth every three weeks. And, you know, it was never, I, I never became like a, you know, a business kid, which is like, that's all I lived and breathed. And if I didn't get a part, it was like life or death, because I would just go back to, back to school and be with my friends and whatever. I didn't, mm-hmm. even, I didn't even care. If I hadn't started it when I was young, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would start it now. I really don't, because it's way too difficult to get in and and it's mm-hmm. too much personal it, it, you know why because everything is a personal attack because it's you you're selling yourself you're not selling that you're a good lawyer or a good doctor you're like selling your soul that's what you're that's what you're that's what you're doing you're mm-hmm. saying here's my work that I wrote or that I sing and that I put my blood and guts in into and when people say no they're turning you personally down mm-hmm. not not the job you've done it's you and it's a real hard thing to deal with, you know, on a daily basis. And there's so much rejection until you make it. And then everyone wants a, wants a piece of you until you become too big a star. And then they want to reject you again. So it's really a crazy business. I don't know if, I would, if I'd be in it. Advice, the only thing I can say to you is just you have to want to do it 100%. Hopefully you can have a good, you know, parent or grandparent or really close friend that can help you out, that, that, that can be there with you and, and, and can help keep your head on straight. And, um... You know, after all that said and done, I mean, just keep yourself, you know, on the straight and narrow because there are so many temptations, and if you screw up, it's nobody's fault but your, but, but yourself. I'm, I'm so tired of hearing these people say, "I'm a drug addict because the money was there." And I mean, you know, it's it it's you. You were you were you were not a strong person, you know, and that's okay. People, you know, have those problems, but it's Something their if fault. You're not, if you're not happy to start with, it's certainly yeah, not going to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, it's exactly. not the little fame's not going to make you happy. No, it's not. It really is. It really is not. Yeah. I mean, look look it at makes the perfect you, example. Uh, less miserable. But uh, you're still in the miserable. I thought that was the money that you're talking about. Oh, the money too. Yeah. Yeah. Money, well, you know, helps to a certain degree. But God, obviously, look at these guys. Look at look at the success. I mean, that's a perfect example. You know, these guys had all the success and fame and you know, big record stars, and whatever. Guy kills himself. Up. I mean, well, now the rest of the band's gonna kill himself because. Yeah, uh, you know, and look what happens now. I mean, who knows what happens? Shane. You know. Yeah. You're 19. Yeah. I'm ignoring uh, Dr. Bruce's suggestion for calling talking to you, you because I have one uh, job in you. Uh, because I saw the word stripping mm. in your question. What's going on? Uh, well, it's kind of a long story, but I'll make it as short as I can. Um, in about July, I broke up with my girlfriend. And for her to get back to me, she started stripping. And it worked. I came flying right back to her. Mm. And then um, that didn't last for very long because, you know, that isn't really a good reason to come back to someone. Why did it take her to becoming a stripper for you to get back with her? Um, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. How, right. old, she, how old is she? She's 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, topless or totally nude? Um, well, that's another thing. I asked her, she said G-string and a top, and then a friend of hers that she danced with, she said everything. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to make of that. Well, I'll just take her word for it. What's up now? What, what's up with you guys? Well, um, so basically, I was I was with her probably because I felt I felt sorry for her. Uh, initially? No, no, just that's why I came back. Uh huh. And then, so I broke up again, but I'm totally enraged about the thought that she might go back and start stripping again. Mm-hmm. That I don't. Why am I so upset with that? Why? It sounds. It, it sounds to me like you just really that that you care about her. You know what I mean? And that, and, that, and that she means something to you, but that you don't necessarily love her and want to be in a relationship with her. Yeah. You know, you can you can care about somebody and just not want them to do something because you know it's wrong for them. You know. Yeah. Stripping's not ne- necessarily the greatest occupation. It's dangerous yeah. too. No, you know, um, let's not shame it, Joey. But um, you now you're saying that she yeah. started stripping to get you back. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are other reasons that you know this, the pornography industry and people, the exotic dancers. There's a lot of problems in the past. Of those individuals, if we had our dollars out and wanted to do some betting, and to me, it's an exploitation of women. And it's yeah, a, that's and she's but, probably had some real problems. All right, in but the if past, you got to exploit somebody, <laughs> I'm going with women. Yeah, I'll go with that, too. All right, so, Shane, listen. You, you don't, Shane and Adam sound like they have a lot of common. You don't have a real problem here. Yeah, right. You care about her. Did you, she have You don't pro- want to see her get caught up in the wrong crowd like we were just talking yeah. about with yeah. Joey. And, uh, you know, that's... The uh, next question I had was, all right, let's, she goes back to stripping. Should I just let it go? Cause I well, what, what are your choices? What are your choices? Buy, buy the club and uh, turn it into a church? <laughs> <laughs> Where she must then be, become a preacher at that point or something. This is a sitcom. Okay, Joe, Absolutely. listen to me. That, I know okay. you don't plan on doing TV, but hear me out. With an idea like this, man? I mean, I might because of the angle, you know? Hear me out. Okay. Um, okay. You work as a bouncer at a strip joint, okay? Right. right. Uh, there's many beautiful women working there. Right. Okay. These are sitcom women, so they don't have any problems. They weren't abused sexually or anything right. like no, that. No. They're, yeah. they're happy strippers. Happy strippers. Right. Um, I would be the uh, owner of this strip joint. Um, my uh, rich, religious uncle passes is, is on his deathbed, and he's written me into the will. But he's going to write me out of the will if he finds out that I'm running a strip joint. Because he's a very religious man. So, so we have to convert the, the strip, strip joint, joint into, into a, a church. church. And you... Yeah, do we need a bouncer to church? I haven't been to church. Do things get out of hand there? What if I'm the guy that collects the money? Okay, you like, pass the basket yeah, around. Pa- Beautiful. Pass, and the women around. become like this choir... But we still do it in a real sexy way. But the <laughs> uncle's coming by to inspect soon. You know? And we keep the pole... <laughs> And just put another one like across it, like yeah, and we call it like, and that becomes the what the what lightning rod. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it like um, 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 stripped of our innocence or uh, heaven help us or God only knows or something. We'll get one of those catchy, uh, catchy tiles. Something with strip and uh, God um, b- b- stripping for Jesus. No, it's probably a little. They wouldn't stripping. go for that. I, no, you might, right, you I'm might just find saying, a couple of. It's pretty, you know. it's pretty loose. But I'm it's either that or we do a detective buddy. Thing, yeah, where you're like well, the guy who always gets laid, and I don't get right, laid. Right, you're like the computer genius or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we cool. go against time. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'm just I'm just putting it so out you there. You should have gone with my other call. All right. Shut up. All right. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Doctor Bruce is here. Drew's gone. Joey's here, and we'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up. Wrap down with Joey Lawrence. Welcome to the biggest show on earth. Thrills galore, the strangest freaks, the highest acrobats, and the funniest clowns. Love one, we'll be right back. 
So, who was on back and forth with Sean and Larry King this week? Donald Trump. Hi, Sean. Hello, Larry. Here, the Republican presidential frontrunner answering questions. What do you think of free college tuition? Well, you know, there's nothing free. What sets you apart from traditional politicians? I get things done. And singing songs. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Oh, maybe that was Larry. You start Larry going, he doesn't stop. Download Donald Trump on Back and Forth with Sean and Larry King. I have a good vision for the future. Available now at podcastone.com. There's a very compassionate side to you. Why aren't you showing more of that? Maybe I wouldn't be doing as well in the polls. <laughs> Donald Trump. 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 You've done a podcast. Now you've done everything. Now that I've done it with you, it's Trump. That's podcastone.com. Oh, oh, boy, do we hate everybody. <laughs> Here's the thing about uh, this country. The country, we were just talking about, uh, uh, you know, uh, other countries and cultures during the break there. Everybody's country is a dump except for the United States. <laughs> so they all come over here because of their country. They're either out of work or being beaten up by, by the government or the cops or being some sort of uh, heroin mule or something like that. So they come over here to seek a better life. And as soon as they come over here, their country becomes the greatest. <laughs> Again, and I don't know how that works. I know. It's got to be one way or the other. If it's great, you got to stay there. If you flee here, you got to get into this one. Can I just That's give a disclaimer that this is not mm. my opinion? Oh, Bruce, come on. You know. Come on. Show us, show us that uh, swastika tattoo you got. <laughs> come on. All right. I'm anyway. a physician, a man of the... Man of what? <laughs> man of the what? Objectivity okay. and sensitivity to all people. All right. I love all cultures. Right. Joey uh, Lawrence, uh, thank you very much. Thank you guys We're, for having uh, me. Yes, well, I'm out of time. I guess... Uh, see on the TV show whenever you're doing that. I heard yeah. you're doing it. Yeah, what well, TV show? TV sh- mo- mo- Movies. You'll see me on the big... Uh, no, no, no. Our, the Love Line Oh, TV on the Love show. Line thing. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm going to be doing that, I think, in about, in about a week or something, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll Come, see. Coming up. You won't see coming Bruce. Up. Coming up, no. If you no. do see him, he'll just be getting coffee. Okay. Or Got something it. like that, okay. but he won't be in front of the camera. Got it. No All right, no uh, Dr. Bruce, thank you very much. Oh, you're quite welcome. As, as usually did a wonderful job filling in for the um, always bored and sometimes uh, fascinating Dr. Drew, who is in Hawaii tonight, um, having a good time with his wife and uh, three triplets. So I want to thank the beautiful Sherry, the fabulous Lisa, the absent one, producer Ann. No difference in the show when Ann's not here, is there? Let's Who's be honest. Saying? Oh, there is? You're more out of What control. is it? I'm not, I'm not told to shut up as often. All right, and of course, uh, the one that wonder, engineer Mike, who... Um, Always does a wonderful job with the program. So, uh, Joey, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Soulmates is the name of the CD. We'll see you on the TV show soon. Until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Bruce saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Ubu. Ubu, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.